Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel. Ladies and gentlemen of the internet, I am Agelos, and welcome back to episode 106 of Tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the Dungeon Crawler Network, and of course, our sponsors over at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. I hope you all have a wonderful day, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm joined by my ever-present co-host, Avi Optimal. How are you, sir? Hail Sithis. Hail Sithis. I erect the spine of amazingness at the moment so <laughs> that's that's what nate would say if you know here. that's a pretty nice mug you got there avi oh, um but i think i'm gonna have to up it. just gonna sit here for a minute drink some of my angry orchard good times good times <laughs> Yeah, I had to one-up. <laughs> um, if anyone who hasn't been following me on Twitter, I got to meet up with uh, Quest Gaming Network's Rob, a.k.a. Rage Philosophy, last night. Um, and we uh, had a good time. We went met in Gettysburg, and of course, I got a mug. It has my name on it. Mm. Mm. Another drink. Oh, it's good. Good stuff. So I guess the show is also brought to us by... Rob, a.k.a. Rage Philosophy, and his amazing mugs. <laughs> yeah. Product placement. There you go. I want beer. It's great. Now, I'm actually drinking uh, an Angry Orchard right now. Um, the Granny Smith Apple one. Oh, it's so good. So good. So good. Whew. All right. <laughs> uh, chat room. Hello, chat room. Thank you so much for showing up. I see Ark in chat right now going, oh, you had to show off that amazing mug, didn't you? I really did. I really, <laughs> really did. It, it really had to happen. It, it, it was something that had to happen. Absolutely had to happen. It's probably going to happen every episode. Well, yeah. It's the, if, I mean, it has Dungeon Crawler Network right on it. See that? Mm. Yeah. Sinful yeah. app was the best. From uh, Glassmere in chat said that. And I'm like, <sighs> I have some of that, too. But I'm not a big cinnamon fan, and my two favorite savers are sweet and sour. So Granny Smith apples are both. It's just a perfect combination. What are you going to do? All right, well, let's go ahead and move right on into the game news, because I'm sure that's why everyone is here, is to hear about everything that we have going on in the Elder Scrolls universe today. First up on the game news docket, it is the PvP vendor, and it had nothing really good. Nope. <laughs> uh, Girdle of Freshella's Guile, uh, Maul of the Infernal Shoulders, and Sash of Transmutation were what is on the PvP merchant this week. Um, 
I'm not using any of those sets. Actually, I'm half tempted to pick up the sash because it does look like a pretty nice, um, a pretty nice healing set. Oh, um, really? Yeah, but then I'd have to go get the rest of it. Yeah, that is a problem, and uh, that's, I don't. That's the issue. That's the issue. Yeah. Five piece sets, only buying one piece. Tamriel Drifter in chat goes, a man shouldn't drink from a mug that's uh, bigger than his head. Sir, you are wrong. That is the only type of mug to drink from, especially when it's filled with delicious alcohol. Yeah. It's amazing. I hear the little milk drinker upstairs. I think he fell and hit his head, poor little guy. (laughs) It's not good. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. It is definitely a shame. Poor little guy. Um... Well, yeah, I already have these shoulders. I already, I actually have the full set already, so it's the only two-piece VR16 set I have. And I never use it. The head looks like a giant alligator. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. Yeah, no, I don't... I think it's because that set... It was broken for so long, and it's kind of underwhelming in terms of what it can do. Like, it doesn't do as much DPS as even as the plain Mole Kenna. Its normal set is not that great. Um, right. I don't know. It's just over underwhelming. I mean, other than the aesthetic of summoning a Daedroth to fight, which is cool looking, the, the coolness factor is higher than what its actual effective level is. So Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Yeah, it, it is what it is. So, that's your weekly PvP vendor update for this week. If you're watching the show live and any of those sets interest you, go pick it up. If you're watching this come Monday, um, yeah, when it goes luck. out, you're out of luck. Sorry, unless you get in before the reset. But you know, I don't know if you will. Next up, we got patch 2.3.9 came out, which was an incremental patch to fi- fixed, <laughs> fixed, man, it's like I'm drinking already, what's going on? Fixed several <laughs> audio issues, including audio going missing during combat, happened a good bit in Cyrodiil, I didn't hear it go anywhere else, a memory leak with the 64-bit client, several combat fixes, and a more, the size of the patch was approximately 540 megs, that came out on Monday, um, so, yeah, it, it kind of yeah. underwhelming overall. Yeah, not much to talk about in there. No, other than, other than the issues with the music going off. Like, you would just randomly be playing, and the music would just disappear. I don't, I don't notice that in PvP, because I usually have other music playing when I'm, when I'm in Cyrodiil. Yeah. No, so. I, I, I like the in-game music, so, but... <laughs> I, oh, I do, oh, I do too, but... In Cyrodiil and the big battles, that's like the only time I get to actually listen to listen to my own music because I'm not listening to dialogue and stuff. So that's true. That's true. Works. Uh, James Harvey in chat. Memory leak is not fixed for the 64-bit client. This is something which I love to love to update or love love the wording of this. It was very PR speak. They didn't say they fixed the uh, memory leak on 64-bit. They said they fixed a memory leak. So they'd be like, if even if there's a problem, oh, well, your memory leak's not the one that we fixed. <laughs> um, so, 
it is it is what it is. Glatz in your chat. One does not simply pass up five five hundings, five five clever alchemist. You know, it's a really fun set to play with. I like it a lot. Alright, so another little short little note. ESO team was at PAX East this uh, year. Signing uh, little autographs. There. I know, me too. Uh signing little autograph posters. They I know they were also showing off TES Legends, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, and, you know, just I, I know Lawrence Schick was there. I would have and fangirled they showed, that. They showed off the, they showed off the little uh, Dark Brotherhood, and the guy threw the guy back and snuck behind him and threw him back and slid his neck and threw the guy down to the ground and stabbed him in the chest. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, my God. You know, I had a, I, I had a conversation, and with a sorry about this from T- Tamriel Foundry. Um, he watched the video and he saw where he was sneaking up behind the guard, came up behind and like slit his throat. And he was like, is that a new execute? And I'm kind of curious to hear what your opinion in his chat room. I want to, I'm curious to hear about you, but I feel like that entire execute they showed was just cinematic. I mean, they did it in the thieves guild as well, where, you know, you saw Quinn like doing Assassin's Creed jumping between buildings, you know, during that, the cinematic. That's in, that's in the game. It it is, but your character can't do it. Oh no. It's no. an it, it's I, I think, a scripted I think animation. The, I, think the, I think the assassins is actually a part of the game. You really think that assassination will be something pretty, we'll be able to do. Po- I'm pretty positive it is. <laughs> Sorry in chat. I want to believe I I, I don't want to crush your dreams. I just I think it's purely cinematic. So yeah, like you may it's kind of like the King Kurog thing in uh Rothgar. I would love to be able to walk up to some guy, shove my sword through him and hold him up in the air like King Kurog does. It doesn't work that way. He does it because it's an animation, a scripted animation and I I I don't feel like that attack that was so amazingly shown is going I mean, to actually they, they be focus, there. They focus so much on the sneaking behind the people inside of the. We'll we'll get to we'll get to that video, but yeah, they they focus so much on the whole sneaking behind them and assassination. I, I think it's going to be in the game. Okay, all That's right. What the whole video is kind of about. Uh, James Harvey says he thinks it's a just a cinematic as well. Asari says he wants to believe that it actually is a real thing that we'll be able to do. So, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I was just curious what you guys thought. Um, actually, that would... Aloha in chat. Hello, Aloha says that she thinks it's a cinematic as well. Um, Josh Graham, if there was a single-player game, if this was a single-player game, maybe. Uh, may not be, but I don't think it would be possible. Like Ag said, maybe just something scripted that someone you work with during a quest line. Yeah. It's that's what I'm that's oh, what I'm feeling. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, well, we'll totally see. And speaking of totally seeing, we'll probably totally see it on Monday. That's the next bit of news. Dark Brotherhood is coming to the PTS on Monday, April twenty fifth. Wow, that happened fast. Yeah, it really did. Um, I kind of skipped ahead in our jump notes, but it feels a perfect, perfect little segue here. That the Dark Brotherhood is indeed coming to PTS on Monday. I, well, it's not supposed to come out till the end of quarter two, so we're looking at June time frame. Um, but 
the Dark Brotherhood, which we'll talk about in a little bit during our discussion topic, does have a lot of changes, and one of those, removal of veteran ranks. They may yeah. really want to test it, because they're actually redoing the entire mob um, attributes as well. Because now mobs are no longer going to have um, veteran rank titles. So there's not going to be like, oh, the silver has one through five, the gold has five through ten. Veteran ranks, they're all going to be done through champion points. So all the mobs are getting re redone as well. Yeah, definitely. So get in there and test it because they need all the feedback they can get. Yeah, it it it's the only thing I can think of is this. The only reason why they'd go out so early. So early. Um, yeah. All right, well, before we get into Dark Brotherhood, which is our main discussion topic for this week, we do have some other news, which I really wanted to talk about. Um, and that is they officially started the beta signups for the Elder Scrolls Legends. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and show this little video they did showing kind of how the gameplay will work. And I kind of want to talk about it because I love card games. So let me adjust my overlay here there we go all right we'll watch this video and then we'll talk about it for a bit welcome to the elder scrolls legends a strategy card game featuring creatures characters and lore from across the history of the elder scrolls each battle begins with a hand of three cards when it's your turn you draw one card and gain one magicka needed to play your cards place a card on one of two sides called lanes Some lanes have special conditions that alter the field of battle. Choose to attack a card in the same lane, or attack your opponent directly. You win when your opponent is out of health. Take enough damage and one of your runes will shatter. Each time this happens, you will immediately draw a card that could change your fortunes. Your choices, and a little luck, can tip the scales from defeat to victory. Battle anytime or anywhere, on your own or against other players. Test your might in a full campaign, in quick skirmishes, or in the arena where you'll face a gauntlet of foes. Build your collection of allies, armaments, and magic. Combine your cards to create powerful decks. Train your cards to increase their power. Choose your strategy. Choose your path. Choose your destiny and become a legend. Okay. As you see, a Khajiit decided to jump up on my lap right now, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, yes, sorry, Legends is under NDA, so we're not going to be actively talking about anything that we've seen if we were indeed in part of it. So, But we can talk about the actual video itself. Um, I love the idea of them using lanes. So they're kind of like combining card game and MOBA at the same time. And each lane can have its own um, status effects. Like I know one of the things you, you can do is it can have like a, any, any card put in that lane may automatically get 
the guard ability, uh, which is like a taunt, so you have to attack that card, you can't attack anything else in that lane, or it can go invisible, or any number of things. I think you're muted, Avi. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. I was. <laughs> hey, that, ha- that happens sometimes. Uh, oh, man. And they, sh- they show, like, a Lucian Lachance card and o- an Odavine card and... Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, they did. It it was pretty I was awesome. Never, I was never, I was never into like Hearthfire. I've never actually played an online card game. So, how really, does this, like, how? Do, yeah, yeah. How does this look like it compares to Hearthstone? It's Are a lot more complex. Similar in a bit, or oh, okay. It, there, it is. It is the similar to Hearthstone in that it's a card game. But there's a couple things that are slightly different. Now, Hearthstone has changed a lot since it first came out. Most of that is due to their new packs that they have, so all the stuff has cards. Um, The cards have the special settings or whatever. So that's a little different as I'm trying my best to mess with this video thing and it's fighting me. Um, Yeah, you can even... I like like the idea that you can even update your cards, you know? I think that was always like a... A cool that would have been like a cool idea. Like I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh back in the day, you know. And the okay, idea, right. the idea of being able to upgrade your cards to make them a little better, give them a little more special abilities. So, the power of online gaming, right there. Right. Um, Finks in chat says the UI is pretty bleak, but I'm interested only because it's Elder Scrolls. I actually kind of like the UI. Uh, it is dark and bleak, cause so is Elder Scrolls. Um. But yeah, other than the lanes, like, and when you play Hearthstone, anything in front of you is the deck you have, right? So anything in that line is your active deck that can attack the opponent. This separates out your deck by having an invisible line that if you have, you put your cards in the left-hand side, and then your opponent does it on the right-hand side, you cannot make your card attack the one on the right hand. It has to be in that same lane. And right. As so they... pretty much. So like, if you if you're in the right side, they have a guard, and they put their enemy on the left side. They don't have to attack your guard to hit your health points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in chat. I'm very interested in the train your cards feature. It's actually kind of like a supposedly like a level up type thing, where when your cards get leveled, it's like a morph, if you will. So you're able to morph the card into different things. Like, do I want the card to do this? Do I want to do that? Um, my cat just des- desires to be on this show. So she's going to try. Okay, yeah, there you go. Get get up there. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's neat how the cards will be able to level up as well. You'll be able to, you, when you get a base card, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to stay that way. And as you go up, it's there. Phoenix. Sorry about that, Phoenix. <laughs> uh, I saw it in chat. I wanted to mention it, but I pronounced his name wrong. So, Phoenix. Um, damn real drifter. I like the idea if they make it a cell phone or tablet version. They are. They are making it a uh, iOS or Android version as well. But just like Hearthstone, they tested on PC first. I love how you can see the Khajiit right behind me. She's just sitting there on my shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, she's Almari Dominion. She she tries to sneak up on you, and then she attacks you from behind. That's that's how it goes. At least she's not magic of detonation. <laughs> thank, thank, thank God for that. Right, right. 
um, stamina yeah, magic more. The, 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 mo the mobile version is my favorite part of this whole idea is that I'm going to mm -hmm. be able to play Elder Scrolls on the go. Mm -hmm. So, Absolutely. Um, I like how they have the rune system too. So as it, as it showed, when you're playing... I'm cleaning my glasses because she rubbed up against them. Now they're all smudged. Um, when you're playing the thing, every five points you get 30 health for your main character. You know, that's you. So as the cards are attacking, you lose the health. Every five points you lose, a rune breaks and you get a card. And it allows you to, if it's a prophecy card, it allows you to use it instantly. Uh, I've heard some people... Yeah, even Ark says, no, nah, I don't like the rune system too much RNG. It is very RNG because whatever, if even it showed in the video about one of the cards being pulled, it was a prophecy card and it read like, oh, it destroys a, uh, another creature. It's like, oh, well, you could instantly use it to kill the thing that's trying to attack you. Um, it's, it is very RNG based and I'm not sure how it's going to go over with competitive players. But it is it is in, in beta, so it may change. I don't know. Um, Mitchell Oliver, does it have any potential to work with ESO or Skyrim 2? I don't know why you said that, sir. <laughs> Skyrim 2. Avi, you love Skyrim 2, don't you? Skyrim 2 is amazing. No, no I, I, I get what he's saying. Uh, he's saying Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. They did it with World of Warcraft, with Hearthstone. Like... If you won three matches or something like that, it gave you a mount in the game. I would love to see some kind of interdependence between Elder Scrolls Online and this, where like you could get cards for doing things in ESO. Like when you beat, let, let's just say you beat Valken Scoria on hard mode in in um, City of Ash, you get his card. The only way to get his card is by playing ESO. Yeah, that'd be a pretty cool idea. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> James says, my cat cracks me up. Yeah. She just loves being around me. It's really funny. Is there a possibility of that happening, Mitchell? Only when they com if they combine everything to use the Bethesda net launcher. So everything would have to go through that, which I think they're aiming towards. So that way there's a little bit of interdependence. Oh, she's laying her head on my shoulder. Um, and I'm not saying that that is what they're doing this is independent but it would be really cool if they did and it and other games have done it what are you trying to do cat <laughs> um so i think that would be really really awesome sit back up there she's trying to push me off here it's really funny she apparently she doesn't chair. agree with me yeah she does. She wants all of it. I, I'm wearing her like a, a scarf right now. It's kind of like I'm a, a Nord with one of those uh, fur cloaks, but it's made of Khajiit. Mm. <laughs> the, be the, be the best kind. The best kind. The best kind, indeed. Um, yeah. So that was Elder Scrolls Legends. I really could talk about Elder Scrolls Legends a ton, and I would love to talk more about it once we can actually talk about it because it's under NDA, so I'll probably cover it a little bit more as we go forward. But if anyone's interested and wants to chat about it, join our Discord channel, because I'm all about talking about Elder Scrolls Legends, because I love those card games. Um, could it play a part in the future of ESO? It could, in, like I said, joining the two and 
I will say that's the one thing Blizzard has done incredibly well. Um, is they combine all of their their titles together. Um, that if you play one, they reward you into another, and it was a way of them going, huh, if you were only playing one, going, oh, wow, I got a reward in Diablo 3. Well, I don't have Diablo 3. Maybe I should pick it up. Um, oh, wow, that guy used a Valken Scoria card. How do you get that? Oh, you get it by playing Elder Scrolls Online. Well, maybe I'll pick that up. Blizzard has a kind of an incestuous relationship with its other games, and it encourages you to play the other games when you pick up one of theirs, because of how they, it's just amazing how they do it. And I think it would be a great opportunity to boost both the Elder Scrolls Legends and the ESO uh, population by merging them together in a way. Um, I mean, you could do the same thing with uh, Skyrim, um, getting cards by playing Skyrim, and it bases off your Steam achievements. Oh, you've done this. Well, now you get the Ulfric Stormcloak card because you've ended the Silver War. Whatever. Ooh, he, I want that card. <laughs> he shouts and blows another card away. Huh? Shouts, huh? shouts him to the ground and stabs him in the chest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, it would be it. It would be interesting, and I would love to see them do something like that because it is a neat way of of boosting the numbers in both your games because uh you know i don't know about you guys but when i was actively playing wow and hearthstone came out i play i picked up hearthstone only because of the mount that you got for winning three games and then i ended up loving hearthstone and continuing to play that and spending money on that so it is it is um when you start playing blizzard products you're invested in all their products because they kind of force you around to play together all right, it's time to move on to our discussion topic, and it's a big one. But first, I believe we have another video, so we're going to go ahead and watch that now before we get in. Oh, no. Welcome, Initiate. Know this. In Tamriel, no one is safe. Especially from us. Sweet mother, sweet mother, send your child unto me. I know it's a short little teaser video, but dang, man. Dark Brotherhood. Dark Brotherhood. Hail Sithis. <laughs> yeah, that was that um, assassinate that we just saw. Hopefully it is something in-game, because that would be really awesome. It really would be cool to see something like that in the game. But before we get going, they gave us our first look into the Dark Brotherhood um, and some of the things it's actually going to include joining the Dark Brotherhood and becoming an assassin for hire Woohoo! we'll get to visit the Gold Coast available to all characters of all levels where you explore Anvil and Kavach for the first time since Elder Scrolls for Oblivion um, they have a 
hours of exciting story content and quests that will have you visiting all of your favorite areas in Tamriel. So just like Thieves Guild, they're going to have you go back to other zones. Thank goodness above. Um, re new repeatable quest involving contracts and the Black Sacrament. New group bosses and delves. A new passive skill exclusive to members of the Dark Brotherhood. As well as unique costumes, motifs, item sets inspired by the Deadly Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Now, the base game has a couple other features, which is really cool, which we're talking about. The removal of veteran ranks. Poison making. <laughs> Toggleable nameplates for all characters. Um, something for our console community. The ability to actually see a character name rather than your console tag name. Thank goodness. Um item locking to help prevent accidental deconstruction of your most valuable items which I was talking about with Rage yesterday um, more improvements to the grouping tool that includes a ready check, vote to kick system and updated queue timer um, updates to the crown store including character slots, motif previews and hats um, CSGO anybody? no? alright the crafting bags for ESO plus subscribers are coming in um, improvements and adjustments to item traits, ongoing Cyrodiil performance improvements, Sanctum Ophidia trial scaling, rebalancing in addition of normal and veteran mode to Sanctum Ophidia. That is awesome. Um, balance improvements to combat and gameplay abilities, including Fighters Guild, Skill Line, Vampires, and Stamina abilities. There we go, guys. Um... Yeah. In, in in addition, we have numerous changes and improvements for previous DLC game packs, including a new district capture system for the Imperial City and rebalancing of the Imperial City dungeons. So, chat room, who's excited for Dark Brotherhood? No one? I didn't think so. Nah, let's move on. Yeah. Alright. Good show, guys. <laughs> See you next week. Yep. <laughs> Dark Brotherhood. So this we're is... getting a we're getting another passive skill line. Mm -hmm. I wonder why they decided Which to go I, passive. I, I figured. I think it's exactly like I said last time. They don't want to block out abilities because you have to become a Dark Brotherhood member, so you have to own the DLC. Right. Right. Makes sense. Um, let's see. I'm trying to go through all of this. Uh, chat room is is. Um, Really, really good. And hats. People are saying they like the idea of hats in the game because we've only had one so far, and that's Cadwell. Which, it's interesting. I would actually be kind of curious, you know, to More see hats. what they're doing. Yeah, like, that, just hat that costumes. Is that, what, is that what people are excited about out of this whole list? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going through okay. it. Asari okay. goes, I'd like to see a hat and costume system broken apart so you can have one hat with a different costume on. Makes sense. I think we a lot of us just want a whole new vanity system altogether, because the current one, it's not it's okay, um, and of course the imperial city with capturable districts. I know uh, Glassnier and myself will love that idea, so we'll be there a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm crafting bags, character slots, Avi, character slots. Yeah, more character slots. Do you Coming need any more characters? I expected. Not really, but hey, I'll, I'll level some alts. Now that I only have to level them to level 50, <laughs> I can level them all day. Giovanni in chat for Guild Fishing Night. Hats only. 
Hats only, no pants. No pants, hats only. I actually like that. That might be a new uh, a new thing we have to do. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and start going through some of these things here. Um, obviously, Dark Brotherhood and the Assassin for Hire and probably new dailies with contracts. Are you excited to see that kind of thing come into the game, Avi? To see what comes into the game? More like daily quests for contracts. Being able to pick up, um, you know, go to a listener. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's going to be a great idea. Like assassination contracts mm-hmm. all day. All day. Oh, my goodness. Now, I'm really curious, and I know the guys over at Zenimax could do this, but I'm wondering how how complicated some of these are going to be. Are they going to be a standard run-of-the-mill, hey, I just want you to go kill X person in Riften, and you see the target, and you just got to sneak up and kill them? Are they going to have um, more... They might have, like, an, they might have like a reward, kind of like... A... If you remember back in Skyrim, every time you did a thing for the Dark Brotherhood, they were like, oh, we want you to go to Solitude and kill Victoria Vici. And, but if you kill her while she's making her recital or whatever, then you'll get this special bonus. See, that's what I was sort of wondering, if there was going to be special things to happen. And, I mean, they've already done that with Thieves' Guild. Look at the heist missions. Exactly. Yeah. Those beat are it under beat it under this amount of time and not be spotted. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot of things that they have to increase the scoring, and I'm curious if they're going to do something similar uh, with this because a standard just run up and kill someone is that really that big of a deal? I mean, even the sneaking to kill someone is it really that big of a deal? Uh, I don't know. And this could be part of of what Asari said that assassinate ability. Maybe that will be something that when you do these contracts, if the contracts are instanced, like the heist, maybe you will get that ability as like a synergy type. Like you sneak up against an enemy, hit X, and all of a sudden you do the throat slash. That's what I think it's going to be, but I don't think it's going to be instanced. Um, James Harvey actually just chat will be instanced though, like heist. I don't know. I mean, maybe there will be some. Um, but I get the impression what we'll see is we'll start seeing a bunch of new name characters, which we'll be able to test this for sure on Monday. Um, so this is a speculation show discussion before the patch comes out on Monday. So this could be completely out of um, out of sorts by Monday. But if it's not instance, I'm going to imagine we're going to see a bunch of new um, NPCs, well, named NPCs that are attackable, just like we have normal ones now for the um, the justice system. That walk around, they have a routine, they do their own sort of thing, and when the quest you get them will be like, I want you to go assassinate so and so in Rothgar, and you have to find them. They'll be doing their thing. Maybe they're a merchant that you have to watch and try to um, figure out what you know. Is there a way to kill him? Maybe there'll be a special option. Like, um, I remember the... Spoiler, if you haven't played Skyrim, it's almost five years old now, so I'm really not too worried about it. But during one of the Dark Brotherhood assassination quests, when you're trying to assassinate... Um, is it... It's not the it's not the Queen of Solitude, but it's, like, during a wedding. Do you remember what That's it what is? That's what I was just talking about. Yeah, Victoria Vici. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's the, the sister of... Uh the emperor 
or something along that right. line. Right. I was trying to remember, but I remember one of the things you could do is like you got points to make it look like an accident. So you're able to climb up on on this wall and you were able to interact with the wall and push the yep. rocks down on top of her head during during a wedding ceremony. Um, good times. Good, good times. Who doesn't love crushing someone under a pile of rubble? Um, but there were options of doing it. Like you could complete the quest by just like running and gunning, like literally running up to her and stabbing her in the face. But the Dark Brotherhood looked down on that. You you would get a reward, but you wouldn't get as good of a reward if you made it look like an accident. I'm assuming we're going to see some stuff like that, which would be kind of cool. I, I'm hoping. And I'm loving the fact that they're, they're going to have us revisit parts of Tamriel that we've seen before, because that was one of my favorite things they did with Thieves' Guild, was that... Yeah, the, the, same here. You, you went back to old zones, which in reality you had no reason to ever go back to up until this point. There was an actual reason to go back, and that was really, really, really cool. Um, Phoenix in chat, after leveling Thieves Guild skill line, I really do dailies now, so hopefully there's uh, more variety. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hope the rewards go a little further too because these skills are really nice. But I mean, for me personally, like you get those two sets, you know, different pieces of those two sets, and one of them, uh, Bahara's Curse, and the other one. And you know, I just decon that stuff now because I already have them. So yeah. it's like, all right, I got the five piece set. I got it in jewelry too. I got every piece of it. So. And Justin G chat. Yes, we do start at ten o'clock Eastern on Sundays. Even though today was like five minutes after, but whatever. <laughs> a few minutes. A few minutes. All right, visiting the Gold Coast again, including Anvil and Kavach. So we talked about this in a previous episode. How far over were we going to see? Um, we are only seeing the Gold Coast. Like uh, someone was mentioning, the Colovian Highlands were probably going to be a separate patch later. Which is a shame because I really kind of wanted to see some of the other areas. Um, but it is what it is. So we'll get to see those two zones. Are you excited about seeing those, Avi? Chat yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited about seeing Kavach not burning and demons everywhere. Unless it is burning again. I don't know, but I don't think it is. So we'll finally get to see Kavach at its full glory. <laughs> well, they showed us the screenshot back on the 10th anniversary of uh, Oblivion. Yeah, that could be the before picture. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a couple hundred years, like 800 or so. Um, so that's always exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty pumped to go back to go back to the old Oblivion ways. Of course, they're now adding new group bosses and delves, like they've done in every patch. Yeah, that's always exciting. New passive skill line for the Dark Brotherhood. Let's talk about that. Will the synergy be in there? <laughs> Will the synergy be there? I'm. You know what I. You know what I mean, though. Like the fifth passive can be like unlock the, or one of the passives can be like unlock the Dark Brotherhood uh, assassination. Maybe not. No, that it was, a, it was a quick thought. No, that actually is a really good thought. I I like that if they were going to add that in there. As I move my cat. Mm. Um, <laughs> gentleman sour the mug. I should name this episode The Mug. What? My cat has things to say, so she's trying to jump up on me. Um, but, yeah, no, I you know that would be interesting, because, I mean, you got... 
I'm trying to remember the Thieves Guild line right now. If there was anything really good. Um, I can't remember. Avi, I, you probably know. My, 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 main, my main concern with this is that I just can't think of what diff, what are they going to put in the Dark Brotherhood skill line that's going to be so different from Ledger Main and uh, Thieves Guild because everything kind of focuses around sneaking and being quiet, all three of these things. So they have to do something with a twist and the passives. Right. It can't just be the same thing. I know they're talking about stamina um, remakes, right? Redos or everything. Do you think that the Thieves Guild or the Dark Brotherhood will augment stamina abilities since, yeah, there were mage assassins, but they weren't always the highlight in most games. It's always been, you know, the standard assassin, stab him with a dagger. Do you think yeah, the passes will affect? I think it will be a lot more focused around stamina for sure. I don't see them taking too much into the whole magic assassination and getting that deep with it. Right. Uh, Giovanni has a couple questions in chat I wanted to answer. Question, are you guys happy with the direction ESO is moving in? It's really come a long way since launch. Obviously, gamers are typically not 100% positive. Let's ask that one first. Avi, what about you? Am I happy with the direction ESO is moving in? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. I think it's getting a lot better than it used to be. I think it's a lot more challenging now with how they're adding with the world bosses and the the new dungeons have a whole new kick to them. I mean, I haven't even finished some of the veteran dungeons or Mob Lorcaj. I have a lot to look forward to now, not like the old days where I could, if I wanted to beat everything, I, I really could pretty quick. So I, I like the direction the game's going. I'm still not too fond on the crown store and how that's going. I don't like the idea of all the, the bounce and the pets and everything not being in-game rewards, but... What can you do? And yeah. yeah, as James Harvey said, housing um, is going to be a big part that makes the game even better. So I like the direction the game's going. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, other than at this point, I don't even care about the Crown Store anymore. I mean, would I love the game to be subscription? Yeah, but that'll never happen. Well, um, even 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 World of Warcraft does, doesn't. I heard World of Warcraft has like a cash shop. They do. And their um, subscription too, right? Yeah, um, but they don't add stuff to their crown store every month. Like these guys add every month, they add like four or five things. Uh, wow, adds maybe a mount every three or four months. Oh, it's it's a little different. See, I just I just wish we had more in-game rewards. That's that's it, really my biggest thing, you know. And I will I will say this: they are doing better with that. Um, They've added new titles. They've added skins and stuff like that that you get in the game for completing hard content. If you look at the uh, Thieves Guild DLC, Mall of Lorcage, beating it on veteran mode gets you the Domothra skin, and that's not a crown store item. Right. They added pets as a loyalty reward for owning DLCs, which I guess you could argue is tied with the crown store. But at the same time, it's kind of like, hey, here you go. <laughs> you know... Well, it's they're like besides the Mall of Lorcage one, they're like they're they're rewards, sure, but they're like there's there's nothing special about this. Yeah. There's nothing I can go walk around and be proud. Kinda like the one year anniversary mount, you know, it's like I agree. Yeah, so I mean that's that's my that's what really what I mean by reward. I want I want things that you can show off and that are hard to get and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, no, I I 100% agree, and they they do like I said with the Domothra skin. If you see someone with the Domothra skin, they they beat 
veteran Maul of Lorcage on, on VR16. Um, that is something to be proud of. Right now, pretty much the only people I know that have it are uh, Hodor, the guild that downed it. No one else has it. Um, but I, I do agree with you. Like, I wish some of the mounts would be in-game rewards. They are moving in a good direction um, with adding things in. As of right now, though, like, they've added pets in the game that you could get, and they've added costumes that you could get through hard achievements, but mounts they've kept exclusively crown store. If they add, if they added a mount to the crowns or to the game for a hard achievement, I would feel much better. And um, they're doing fantastic. Like I said, they are doing yeah. good. Um, yeah, they're they are. doing much better than they were before. They are adding stuff into the game. Um, but if they added a mount once in a while, I would be completely satisfied. I really would. It's really good. Um, honestly, this is the best buy-to-play, free-to-play game out there. I mean, there's not many subscription MMOs out there anymore other than some of the indies, which I'm really excited for because I am a pro-sub-only ga- uh, gamer. Um, but giving those, the triple out of the AAA MMOs, ESO is by far better than all the rest other than possibly World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy fourteen, who still are subscription, and everything is in the game. Um, I know they both have cash shops, but again, they were added... They add something every three, six months. It's not a primary thing. It's kind of like an afterthought. I know Final Fantasy fourteen adds rewards for, like, holiday events the year after. Like, if you do it in the game the year that the holiday event went on, it's free. If they change the rewards the next year, they put the previous year's rewards in the cash shop for, like, $2. Okay. So that, That's to nice. me, is a little... You know, if you bought it there, it's like, oh, I for some odd reason I wasn't playing in 2016 and I missed the Christmas event. I'll never get the pet that was there or the special emote. Well, the next year they put it in, ah, here's the 2016 Christmas award. Do you want to buy it? It's two bucks. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's a little different to me. They add the items that were limited time only in the game to the cash shop. That, I think, is cool, especially if you were able to earn it in the game and then it disappeared, and then it goes into the cash shop because they're not adding in the game anymore. Those are different. Right. Any hints on what's coming after Dark Brotherhood? They have housing, they have Merkmire, and Clockwork City yet that they've announced. I, I, have, a, I have a little idea, but I can't say it because the Jealous will have to plug his ears. It's kind of Hold, spoiler, hold on. Give me five... You, if, Wait, Go no, ahead. no, because it'll, it'll spoil it for the show, too, for the <laughs> viewers that haven't played it. But I'll just say at the end, as you've probably heard before, at the end of Orsinium, they give a little, uh, they give two teasers to future DLCs, most likely. So play Orsinium and talk to all the NPCs in the final, uh, the final scene and hear what they have to say. I'll say that. Uh, Asari says, oh no, I completely disagree. Taking in-game achievement items and putting them in the cash shop really devalues the work people did in the game. I agree to an extent there, Asari, but... Not on things n- like... Not, not their holiday events, which you're literally like, log in, talk to NPC, click accept, you're done. Yeah. You know, it was a holiday event. If it was something like, oh, you defeated hard mode, you got this, oh, we're going to add it into the game afterwards, absolutely. But is it really hard to log in during Valentine's Day, do a quest that takes three minutes of running to point A to point B, and all of a sudden you got something? That's, I don't don't see an issue with that. 
I I'd see I, I see his point though. I mean, I would I'd have an issue with something on the line of you know we'll go back to this because the main thing ESO has and that's the uh, you know the one year mount or whatever it is the anniversary mount the Sinche. If they put that on the cash office sometime, then that would kind of be a riot, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, could be the same thing for the beta monkey. Yeah, beta monkey. Like, you know, you had to play the beta to get this monkey, so. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, again, as people are saying in chat, I'm very much like Giovanni, who's part of the Saga Lucemia team. They're doing one-time items. With a game that's purely sub, I love that idea. I really do. I'm, I think we're... Mead spills out of Agelis' body. <laughs> people are stabbing me with pitchforks. Um, I think I'm, I'm more or less talking about games that already have cash shops um, built into it because people are like, oh, they shouldn't do that. I'm like, no, I agree. I, I, I hate cash shops in general, um, which is why I'm so happy with a bunch of these indie MMOs such as Saga and Pantheon who are going pure sub, nothing else. Right. Um, but unfortunately, the AAA industry is not that way any longer. And if we're going to talk about AAA MMOs, there's going to be some sort of microtransactions. And I hate it, but it is what it is. All right, let's keep moving because we got a bunch of stuff in here. Um, removal of veteran ranks. We could talk yes. about that, but that's, that is what it is. Get in there and test it. Poison making, though. Poison making. Yeah, a new crafting, a new crafting system. How... How do you see this working? Uh, I'm I'm guessing it's going to be something on the line of enchanting or uh, alchemy, maybe. And out in the alchemy, you can mix in, mix different uh, plants together to get some poisons or something along that line. Maybe you have to buy certain. Uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, reagents. Yes, and mix them together and attach them to a weapon. Just like in Skyrim. Yeah. And then, and then your weapon gets like a XP boost. A XP <laughs> or not XP boost, a, a damage boost for poison damage for a minute or something along that line, depending on the kind of uh, poison that you equip to your weapon. <laughs> Poor Sorry in chat's like, ugh, more consumables. Consumables already play a pretty huge part in any type of competitive gameplay. PvP, you need immovable potions and you're chugging them constantly pve um if your potion's not on cooldown you're doing it wrong like you're literally supposed to chug potions constantly um i currently have like 1500 potions on me just because i need it to compete it is what it is i'm curious what i'm imagining it doing is a potion being similar to the alchemy skill line but when you apply it to a weapon, it has a certain amount of charges. Like, you know, just like enchanting, but once it's over, you have to reapply it. In Skyrim, it was a one hit. The first hit applied the poison. Yeah, I don't think it will be like that. I, I think, think it'll be it, a little more, yeah. It'll, like, be, it'll, it'll be a buff. A buff to your weapon, pretty much. Do you think it'll... Here's a question. Do you think it would be a buff to your weapon, like, um, when you use the potion, kind of like... Um, now, Witcher did it with the poison, where when you applied oils to your blade, it lasted for X hits. Now, 
Do you think that's going to be similar here, where it lasts for X hits, or do you think it's going to be a time buff where it's like you applied a potion to your blade or poison to your blade, and now for the next thirty minutes, anytime you hit, you have an eight percent chance to cause fifty weapon damage or poison damage? I think it will be a time buff. Okay, for for sure. I I don't I don't think they're going to do the whole the whole hit thing at all. That's James Harvey and Chad actually made a much. perfect thing for Dark Brotherhood. Dark Brotherhood passes probably will make poison skill better, meaning the timer lasts longer or um, has more procs, however they're going to yeah. do it. Yeah, poison is definitely a good idea for passives. That's true. Um, Giovanni says, I see it working like enchantments on a weapon where it depletes after a few hits. Yeah, it would be like a double enchant. Um, poison making. Do you think we're going to see anything like we did in Skyrim with like the paralyzed poisons, or do you think it's just going to be extra dots? I think it's just going to be extra dots. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, a, paraly- a paralyzing attack. I mean, something like you can break you can break out of if you do it in PvP. According to Asari, uh, he says, according to Pax East people, you equip a stack and you lose one item each time it procs. And he's like, can't verify it's 100% correct, but that would make sense too. Like, you make potions, yeah. oh, you have a stack of 50, you go, okay, you, you know, you apply it to the weapon, and it goes, oh, 50 potion stacks, and every time you hit, you lose one. Um, I don't know how stun, you see, but then again, this game isn't really about balance for PvP, because our PvP's not battlegrounds or arenas. So maybe they do have a, a stun potion where there's a chance to stun for half a second or whatever. I could I could see it. I could see it working in PVE for sure. You know, lower level enemies you can do it, and then certain bosses are immune. And yeah, well, stuns are always immune for bosses. There's really no use using those at all. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, right. we'll see you on Monday because I'm gonna hop in there and check it out. Item locking and crafting bags. Crafting bags being for ESO Plus subscribers. Thank heaven above. My bag space will be back. At least my I, bank I, space. I heard uh, they asked they asked one of the guys at PAX East about this, and they said, so how much is it going to hold? And I believe his, his answer, this is his answer, so sorry for the word, but he said a shit ton. A shit ton? <laughs> yeah. uh, good, good, good. Um... Yeah, because my bank is 90% crafting materials, so I'm not going to know what to do with all my bank space. I'm just going to have too much. No idea what to do with it all. All right, ongoing Cyrodiil um, performance, whatever. Sanctum Ophidia, this is something that I'm excited about. They are redoing the trial to add scaling, just like Mall of Lurkaj. They're taking Sanctum Ophidia and making it Mall of Lurkaj. We'll now have an addition of normal and veteran modes as well as the ability to scale. That is awesome. That is a great change for the game. Yeah, because I love their trials. Their trials are fantastic. Um, I don't think they'll do it with Hellra or... Um, uh, hey, Aetherian Archive. Aetherian Archive, because they were kind of the easy trials anyway. Sanctum of Ophidia was one of their first trials that was actually difficult. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Some of their hard mode stuff can be difficult, but... It is what it is. Um, but the fact they went back and they're doing Sanctum, that is really, really cool because I think they probably looked at their metrics and realized not a lot of people actually finish Sanctum because it is that difficult. Right. Um, 
Rebalance of stamina abilities. Oh, thank goodness. It might not be Elder Staves online anymore. I don't have to play with the Magicka build, which I don't anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, and Vampires and the vi Fighter build skill line. So this, this will be exciting to see. I'm, exciting to, I'm excited to see what they do for Vampire and Werewolf. They don't have Werewolf written there, but we'll see. James Harvey says, What do you guys think about it being only for ESO Plus subs? What? Um, the ESO crafting bags. The oh. fact that the subscription to this game gives you the exact same amount of crowns as when you buy them. This isn't like SWOTOR. SWOTOR is like, oh, you sub, but you only get 500 of their cartel points or whatever it is. But for that same 15 bucks, you get 1500 or whatever. You know, or Lord of the Rings Online, if you subbed... You only got a small amount of crowns. Stuff like that. Like, it wasn't that... They're trying to encourage people to sub. It's like they they went back... And, and they're trying to turn this back into a sub game by not making, making it optional, but making it so it's... Why wouldn't you? Like, if you were gonna... If you were gonna buy crowns every month anyway, why wouldn't you just sub, get all the benefits of subbing... And then get the same amount of crowns you bought anyway. I think the fact that they made it so that the sub gives you the same amount of crowns as not subbing was a fantastic idea to keep their subscription numbers up. In fact, I remember even telling people who were was like, I'm just going to buy some crowns. Sub for those. If you're going to buy whatever 5,000 crowns, just put it on your credit card and sub for six months and then just turn your credit card off. Then you get all the benefits of being an ESO Plus subscriber plus the same amount of crowns you're going to buy anyway. Right. There's, there's not a negative other than the recurring sub, which you could just turn off the recurring and you still get the crowns. Um, they really... I remember talking with the community managers and they were specifically going, asking us ideas. How can we make the ESO subscription more appealing to people. And this is one of the things they came up with. And it's fantastic. I I think it's fantastic and it should stay that way. The 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 free the buy to play people who just you know they don't play the game enough anyway. Because if they really were playing constantly, they would probably just sub. If they're just buying crowns willy nilly, they would probably just sub anyway. So why wouldn't you? And now there's a reason to going, wow, if I really want to reclaim my bank space, these crafting bags are the way to do it. Yep, crafting bags and all the free DLCs. So, yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. It, um, even Glass here in chat says, I agree, and I'm a non-subscriber. It is a great way for them to encourage subscriptions. And yep. like I said, if you're going to buy crowns anyway, and, and this is a PSA for anyone who is a non-subscriber when it comes time that you go hey i want to buy some crowns look at the list go okay it's 15 bucks for 1500 crowns sub for a month and stop your recurring then you get the 10 percent all those extra bonuses you get access to all the dlcs and you get the same amount of crowns as if you just bought them straight out just renew your sub yeah, even a little xp boost yeah 10 percent experience inspiration gold drop and something else yeah. Plus the ESO crafting bags, just sub. And then when your subscription ends, you go back to your non-sub status, and there you go. Um, 
there you go. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> James Harvey said, I'm taking a lot of crap in my official form supporting Zoss on this. Forms are toxic. They really are. And and the thing is, the it's it's the whole free-to-play crowd who's like, I should get to play any game I want for free. You know how not much this, time it takes? Game. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it It's just... They, that's why I actually still support ESO is because they do have one of the best buy-to-play models out there. Buy-to-play, so it keeps a lot of the trolls out because there is a, an upfront cost. Great. Yes, they have a crown store, but the sub-benefits are not like SWOTOR where it's like, oh, who cares? They actually, subbing gives you the same amount of crowns as just buying them. And you get access to all the DLC, so you don't need to buy it anyway. So the crowns are purely for the su- or the cosmetic stuff. It, I, it's a win-win in this case. It really is. Um, yeah. So if you're going to go buy crowns, don't just buy the crowns. Look at the package you want, and then sub for the amount of months that give you that. Um, I think the first one is one month. The second pack is three months, and the third pack is six months. Just it's the same cost. Or something like that. Yeah. Look at it. Um, but you get the same amount of crowns. So, like, I, I'm on a six-month recurring sub. Every time it recurs, I get... How many, how many crowns do I get? Uh, 15. 1,500 per month, but I do it six months. So, that's two... I can't remember. I've just got to do math. <laughs> it's like 7,000 crowns. Um and there you go. There's my 7,000 crowns for the next six months. Because it's 1,500 a month, so every two months it's 3,000. So three, six, no, 9,000. 9,000 crowns plus some change, I think it is. It's like 9,600. Um, oh, and unlike SWOTOR, you get all your crowns up front. Yeah, you sub, they're there, you're done. You can buy what you want and you're sub for that amount of time. There's not a reason not to sub in this game. Especially if you're just going to buy crowns anyway. 9,000. So, so if you do the six-month subscription, you get the 9,000 at once? Yep, 9,000 right there. Oh, in fact, my sub is actually going to resub here in like five days, like May. It's going to resub. And in that time, I'll get another 9,000 crowns that day. Oh, nice. Plus, then I'm enjoying the benefits of ESO Plus for six months, including the 10% all the bonuses, um, all the DLC being free. Even if you're not going to play, if you're going to buy the crowns, who cares? You're getting the benefits for when you do log in, and if you're not logged in, who cares? You still got your crowns. I don't see it. And it's and it's nice having access to all the DLCs, even if you don't play certain ones. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like when we go do our Imperial City night. People don't kind of get the realization that oh, I can't go because I don't have I don't have the Imperial City. Right. It's like, you know, you didn't think you were going to enjoy it until, you know, you find out that, you know, people are out there doing it for events and fun times. And if you just subscribe, then this all just kind of comes for 15 a month. So, Right. And if you're going to buy crowns anyway, just buy them outright. Just do it through a sub. And right. then cancel your recurring so it doesn't hit you the next month. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, that's about it for the Dark Brotherhood preview. Monday. Remember, guys, keep your patches open for the PTS uh, so we can get in there and play with Dark Brotherhood. I know I'm going to. So, yeah. Yeah, Hail Sithis. Hail Sithis. It's time to talk about our gameplay and what we've done these past two weeks. So, I'm going to go first. 
because okay. I don't have as much because I was out and about. Um, Ritz. I've been doing Ritz every day, and I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to Obi, Lord Obi. He's in chat, too. Thank you so much for all the Tier 9 mats. He's farming um, Craglorn, and he's been sending me all of his Tier 9 mats, you know, the refined ones, and these are so helpful for finishing my, my Ritz. So thank you. So I want to give a special shout out to Obi for that because I really do appreciate that. He's been keeping my Ritz going every day. Um, Imperial City, we did Imperial City on Thursday, and I got the Cunning Scamp Seeker achievement. First time I've ever seen a, a Cunning Scamp. Not a Treasure Scamp, a Cunning one, and managed to kill that. Um, Imperial City was a ton of fun. I was playing with a new build that uh, Glassnier and I were working on, which is a uh, five medium, two heavy, um, but what, what you do is you put four Hundings Rage on, on the body, okay, and then I'm Sword and Shield and Greatsword. The reason you do this is because you have four pieces Hunding on your body, you make your Greatsword two uh, Hundings Rage, so when you're wielding your Greatsword, you got five of five Hundings, okay? The remaining three pieces of your body you make Clever Alchemist. And then you make a Sword and Shield, which is also Clever Alchemist. So when you're a Sword and Shield, you're 5 of 5 of um, Clever Alchemist. The reason why you do this is because Clever Alchemist has a trait on the fifth trait that when you chug a potion, you get like, it's like almost 700 weapon power. It's insane. Oh, wow. Okay. So on your sword and shield bar, that's your defensive bar. You run heroic slash to get the uh, minor heroism buff, and reverberating bash to make the person take eight percent less healing. You get those two abilities off. You chug a potion. You switch to great sword, and you're sitting at somewhere in the four k weapon power or higher, and you wreck face in PvP. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's a great set. That's it, a great build right there. It, yeah. Um, so all the, all of the credit goes to Glassner for that. We were talking about it, and he he's like, dude, you got to try this out. Um, and yeah, I'm running all eight traits uh, in pen, so I have full in pen for PvP, and I'm hard to kill. I'm really hard to kill. And he goes, works great with Templar and Dragonite. Yeah, because um, when I use biting jabs, I get the crit buffs anyway. So yeah, I'm not getting tons of crit, but with if people running full in pen crit doesn't really help anyway because it reduces so much of the damage but with so high weapon power you hit like a mat truck and that's what i've been running um i got all that together and and glass here in chat going yeah you get four to four to 4.5k attack power when juiced up you really do wow all my stuff's not even gold yet and i was i was hitting like a truck, an absolute truck in PvP, and I wasn't dying that. In PvP, it took a while to kill me because I wasn't able to be crit to death. Um, heck, I even survived a couple of uh, the Magicka detonation bombs. <laughs> nice. um, so it's a really, really powerful set. Um, and of course, two nights of drunk fishing. The thing I gotta say is I love the fact that. Other than Pledge Night, and actually I think even more in Pledge Night, we've been getting so many people coming out fishing. I think we had 14 people this week. 
Um, we had tons of people who love fishing. Like our our drinking and fishing night is more. I I think Slate and Chaz like this is insane. We have more people show up for fishing than we do for trials. Yeah, yeah. it's the it's the social idea of it, and the fact that I'm normally wasted when I do it. Me too. And now I'm drinking out of my giant mug. That will be full of some sort of alcoholic beverage during those nights. So, if you missed drinking and fishing with Ag, you really got to come. Uh, this, this We were running around butt-naked fishing, and it was hilarious because we had a new player just stop in Stone Falls. <laughs> and, they, and it was an Argonian. Uh, sings, sings, what is it, Sings with Birds? So there you go. Shout out if you listen to the show, Sings with Birds. It was funny because all of a sudden this Argonian, who's like level 7, just doing her quest, whatever, all of a sudden just stops and sees like 14 naked people running down with fishing poles. And all you hear in zone chat was like, uh, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I have to beat myself. But it was funny because all of a sudden she just stopped and she saw all these naked people running by. (laughs) <laughs> the, the confused look on the face. Um, it was hilarious. So, it, it, it's awesome. And <laughs> Glass Year Chat, it's great because the community is awesome. It is so much fun. We get in Discord chat. We just drink and fish and chat. And it's a ton of fun. And we did that the past two weeks. And... Each week has been hilarious. Like, uh, if you look at a couple people in chat, Arkaneer on Twitter and Robot Dancer on Twitter often post pictures, which um, it's kind of like one of those things, like, if you're on spring break, they're the friend who you hate because they posted all your drunken pictures. And you're like, what the hell, man? What the hell? <laughs> no, it, it's funny. I'm not I'm not giving them a hard time. But it, it's really funny to see the, the picture. Oh, Never gonna give you up. Apparent, yeah, that's our new uh, theme song, <laughs> the Rick Astley versus Nirvana. Never gonna give you up because I blare that when we're playing. The whole the whole time, everybody. Every every once in a while, you just hear somebody go, "Never gonna give, never gonna give, never gonna give you up." <laughs> oh, yeah, the never gonna give you up. Ark and I doing a duet in in voice chat. <laughs> never gonna give you up. Uh, Rick. Oh, glass of your chat just. I love it. The new the new episode should be Rick rolling and drinking with Ag, not fishing. <laughs> I'll be at night. Ah, oh, man, I love this mug. Rick rolling and drinking with. I think I'm going to change the guild message of the day to say that. <laughs> um. So yeah, we did that. Uh, I wasn't able to make trials this week due to some uh, family issues that we were having, so I wasn't able to log on which I'm very sad because I felt really bad. Um, but anyone who does trials with us, I know Slayton has, has been kind enough to take over this, and I know I had to change a bunch of the times uh, because of, of my new schedule. Trials used to be on Friday nights, um, but with our new show on the Network Tavern Talk, I'm not able to make those times. Now, I made a selfish choice and changed it cause some people are like, hey, well, you know, we, we want to run with you. Uh, we changed it to Thursday night, but we had a really bad turnout, and now I take blame for that as well because I wasn't there and I should have been. Um, but Slayton sent out a message asking everyone who likes to run trials with us 
to send him a message in game giving times that would be good because we're trying to find a day that will work. If Friday works better, I just I won't go or I'll only go every other week when I can. I'm fine with that. Um, but as of right now, Saturday, Sunday night, Monday night are open in my book. Um, after nine, of course. It, send him messages of when you can make it. If you want to run trials, send him a message what days work for you so we can try to get people in. Um, doing our best. If you've never done trial but want to learn, we always, you know, uh, VR12 minimum, but um, we're, we're happy to teach you. So if you want to run trials, send a message to Slayton in game, S L A T O N, um, with the dates and times, you know. Sunday through Saturday, and a time that works for you. Estimate that trials will take about two hours. So keep that in mind. Set aside two hours. So if you're going to say, oh, I can I can raid at, at starting at this time, but you have to leave an hour later, try to, try to gauge it with that um, or how long you can run. Trials do generally take about two hours. Sometimes less, depending on what the trial is or if we've done it before, but you should set aside at least two hours. Um, that's kind of all I've been doing. Avi, you're up. <laughs> okay, well, what have I been doing? I haven't been playing too much this week. I've been playing another game the last few days, and before that I did the uh, open beta for Doom. So this, this week's been a little off the ESO, but last week I hit VR7 on my new main. So Avi Optimal is now VR7, and in Cold Harbor, somewhere somewhere like that I don't know I started doing the Aldemary Dominion quest line because I don't get any XP in Cold Harbor so I'm in Ardon or Canarthi's yeah. Roost one, one or the other I can't remember how far I got exactly but I've been doing that uh, I've been doing a little bit of PvP trying to get Caltrops and Vigor uh, just trying to level up everything on this character and I'm having I had a good amount of fun on PvP I Killed a, killed a good handful of guys, just uh, joined up with a random group, and had a, had a blast. Um, Amanda Gray, shout out to her, she crafted me a full set of uh, some PvP gear. Just the same as my PvE, but... With switched it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, with Impen. So it's uh, Seducer and uh, Julianos, and it, it, it works. I'm only, I'm only, it's only VR6, so... Um, Plus uh, fishing, fishing night, as we talked about before. I got a little too drunk that night, but it, it was a it was a good time. I woke up feeling awful. Um, <laughs> well, you weren't yeah. at this fishing night, were you? No, I wasn't. I worked Friday nights. Oh right. Oh crap. Yeah. Yeah. So I won't be available for them anymore. No. Sadly. Yeah. So drink one for drink one for me, guys. I'll be at work. But, uh, yeah. Or, or start streaming it. Because I take my lunch at that time. I could do that, but... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Understand. Understand. Uh, I, think, I think we might get banned on YouTube. <laughs> and then, uh, in the notes, I have Pledge Nyra in, but I can't, I can't remember what we did. Uh... Had a bit of an off, an off pledge night last night because somebody decided to start being a little jerk. So I just want to say to say to everybody, uh, have fun when you play games. Don't take shit too seriously, especially if you come to a community event because uh, it, it's just dumb. <laughs> you know, 
it's it's stupid and nobody thinks nobody thinks you're cool calling out calling out shots and getting mad in the dungeon because things aren't going your way or going fast enough for you we're 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 in group chat having fun so i won't go i won't go too long on that but i just i just had to throw that out there um and uh, I also uh, wanted to give a shout out to Amanda Gray's son, Aiden, because I was having a pretty crummy day and she told me that uh, he's, he's a little, he's a, he's a fan of me and enjoys me on the show. So I told her I'd give him a shout out because nice. was, it was really nice. It made, it made my, my, my bad day better. And uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much all it's been for me. I'm just leveling up my uh, alt. Feeding my horse every day, trying to get a maxed out horse for once, and uh, get him ready for when veteran ranks remove. Going uh, sky shard hunting like crazy all over the world, and doing doing little things like that. I'm really excited to have veteran ranks removed because then I'll have two templars, a sorcerer, and a dragon knight at max level. So that's, yeah. that's really exciting. I'll have three templars, two dragon knights, one knight blade. Uh, is that seven, three, four, five, six, and and someone, someone else? There, there was another guy. Um, um, I can't pronounce your name. It looks like one on one. If you send me a message, contact at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. I'll uh, write up the build I'm using and send it to you because I don't have it written up anywhere. But I'll write it up for you if you send me a message about it to show you what I'm using, etc. So I play a Templar. Um, you want to ask Glassnir and Chad if you play a Dragon Knight because uh, he uses those skills. So I use different skills than he uses, but only real. Di- we use the same skills if it's available to both of us. But I use some Templar skills. He uses some Dragon Knight skills. So um, ask Glassnir if you play a Dragon Knight, and if you want to know my Templar build, just send me uh, an email contact at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com, and I'll write it up for you. Okay. Um, anything else? No, that that has been my week. All right. Well, let's hit up our mailbag. We got a couple things right there. So, obviously, we do. As I fight off this Khajiit, I'll be taking charge of this one. All right. So we have a top top ESO podcast, five stars in iTunes. Not enough, but okay. <laughs> I look. Not I enough, but okay to... is his name, by the way. When I first read that, I'm like, what, what do we not have enough of? <laughs> oh, I thought, I, thought, I thought it just meant there's not enough stars to give us. No, I, no that's actually his name. Okay. <laughs> I, when I first saw it, I'm sitting there going, not enough, but okay. We got five stars. If we're not enough, but okay, why do we get five? <laughs> so I love your name, we'll by the way. Em. We'll take him. We'll take him. All right. Well, it says, uh, I look forward to Tales every week. The main host, Jealous, is one of a one of a kind. Yep. He takes the time to respond to all of his fans and is very knowledgeable. He he's kind of knowledgeable. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not let's not let's not push it now. No. <laughs> uh, his co-hosts Avi Optimal and Nate add a wonderful flair and bring tons of lore and different views of their discussion every week. Definitely worth the listen for any Elder Scrolls fan. Keep up the amazing work. You guys are an inspiration and wonderful part of the community. Hello. Oh, look, he actually, as this cat's in my way, <laughs> is in our Discord chat. So thank you so much for the five-star review, buddy. I really appreciate that. It was very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice of you. And uh, thanks for the kind words. Mm-hmm. And we got one email for you from Musclehead007. 
Says, Hello and greetings, Tails crew. I have an opinion on house. I have opinion on how housing could be implemented in the Elder Scrolls Online that I would like to share with y'all. If I were to implement housing into ESO, I would do it one of these two ways. The first option would be implementing house would be implement would be to implement housing and have the crafting of various things tables, beds, and the coloring of everything implemented into the existing crafting trees. I would have this done by having basic things like nails and hinges scale off the basic blacksmithing perk and allow the use of iron ingots, where the description reads, allow, to use, allow the use of iron ingots and allow the crafting of nails and have more complex things needing additional perks that are higher in the respective tree. The second option I would consider is just to put in a homemaker skill line and have everything tied into that, where a person who is either new to the game or has never crafted could still take advantage of player housing. What are y'all thoughts on the idea? Thanks for the good shows, and may your roads lead you to warm sands. Musclehead007. Um, Musclehead, thank you so much for the email, by the way. Uh, thank you for being part of the community. I see your name all over the place. You interact with us as well as... Elder Scrolls off the record, so that that's really awesome. Um, I'm going to hit this first, and then I'll let Avi give his thoughts. Sure. I'm against the homemaker skill line, and the reason why I'm against this is not for the fact of what it is. That was actually a really good idea, but in so many games, crafting means nothing. Okay? By adding, I love your first idea. First idea is what I love because it already adds to the people who already do crafting, right? Who have spent the time in crafting to get it up where it needs to be. And this would provide them more of an income. Because let's face it, right now, crafted gear, there's not a way really to make money in crafting gear. The only way, the only thing that really makes money is breaking down materials and selling the upgrade and stuff. Because most people look at you like you're crazy um, if you charge to make something, because most of the um, gear that is popular is like five traits or lower, so almost anyone has it. Um, I can get away with charging like a small fee for like eight and nine trait, just because not many people have it. But ESOs set it up so that eight or nine trait stuff is not very good, so no one wants it. Um, so making money as a crafter or wanting to be a crafter in this game doesn't really mean much because if I make crafted gear, almost no one buys it because they can make it themselves. So why am I even important? Or drop sets are better, which I'm fine with drop sets being better because we're still part of it through the upgrade process. But, you know, the, the very valuable stuff is either super low trait so anyone can make it, or is dropped. So crafting... Other than breaking down stuff and hoping you get tempering alloys, is kind of thrown to the wayside. This would be a way for crafters to open up the market more. Oh, I made a bed. Well, you know, most people don't won't buy uh, a piece of armor because they wanted a specific style. So it's all very ad hoc, right? Like you have to talk to somebody and go, okay, get, send me your order, and then maybe you can make some money. This would be a way for crafters to go. I made an elegant Breton bed. Throw it up on the market and just forget about it and see if it sells. Because someone can then look at the market boards and go, oh, here's a here's an elegant Breton bed. I'm going to buy that for my house. And even new players who could get involved with housing, this would allow people who don't want to do crafting at all 
a way of still being involved in housing because to them, they're like, I don't care. I'll just farm the money. I like doing that. I'll just buy it. Expands the economy. That's want, my thoughts. I want an elegant elegant Breton bed. <laughs> well, oh, if they add a crafting line, I can make you one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I like the first idea, too. I like the the whole idea of uh, the hinges and nails and how it's, basic, it's uh, based off the basic blacksmithing perks. It would bring back the use of iron ingots for uh, higher level characters, which I think is a cool idea to get all the crafting styles back in action because you kind of stop using the lower blacksmithing equipment equipment once you get higher level unless you're leveling something for you know one of your one of your new alts or for somebody who's just getting started so yeah i think it's a great idea nice excellent well that was our mailbag for this week if you have any anyone want a free kajit um if you have any questions for the show please email us contact at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com final thoughts guys avi yeah, this is a really good show. I'm, I'm way too excited for the Dark Brotherhood. I think it's gonna be amazing. You know, I'm still going through the Beat Skill Quest line, and I already have the Dark Brotherhood to, Dark Brotherhood to look forward to. So it just shows how good Zoss is doing with uh, releasing information at a good time. So uh, I'm, I'm pumped for the future of Elder Scrolls Online, and uh, yeah. And where show. can people find you? Oh, uh, where, where can you find me? You can find me everywhere online on there. You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, uh, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com, everywhere. And that's at AviOptimal, A-V-I-O-P-T-I-M-A-L. There you go. Um, Ark, final thoughts. Where's Nate? Nate is still in the process of moving. So he sent me a message earlier saying that, you know, and obviously with moving, I understand this. So Nate will be back s- soon. Um, he's estimated it's probably going to be about another two weeks till he can be on the show. Um, anyone who's moved and has dealt with crap like this, you'll understand. He, it's just hectic right now. So once he's settled in his new place, he will be back. So he didn't go anywhere. He's just dealing with moving crap at the moment. So he will be back. Final thoughts for the show. I cannot wait to see Dark Brotherhood on Monday. Uh, this is... As many people have said in in chat and all over the internet, that Dark Brotherhood is the one DLC that is probably their most marketable. Like, everyone wants Dark Brotherhood. Um, So, it will be definitely exciting to see that. Chat room. Thank you so much, chat room. We had quite a few people in chat today. More than normal. Thank you so much for showing up. It's amazing. You guys were all interactive. We're amazing. Thank you so much. Come back next week. We record this show every Sunday, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network. You can follow the show at Tales of Tamriel and the network at Dungeon Crawl Net on Twitter. Our website, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com, um, has all of our podcasts, all of our guides. Everything that we do is there. We have Facebook group, Facebook.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network, as well as a PS um for community and a Steam group, um, Dungeon Crawler Network, search for them, you'll find them. We also have an Xbox guild starting up by our very own Gentleman Sour, as well as our own Arcaneer has an EU guild as well for the Dungeon Crawler Network. So you can send him a message in-game uh, if you are interested in joining these. Are on Twitter, whatever, at Arcaneer. 
and at Gentleman Sour, respectively, for Xbox. Um, if you're interested in supporting the Dungeon Crawler Network, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. Thank you so much for all of you who have done so in the past. You guys are amazing and keep us going. Thank you. It is greatly appreciated. If you could, make sure you like, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Helps us out. Leave us a five-star review. All of that helps us out on iTunes. Gets us a little bit more visible. Even if you don't write anything, a five-star review, the higher those numbers are, the better we are showing up on list. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed, and we will see you next week. Everyone have a great, great night. So